0: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. These reaver Madness morons are getting smoked for good. Cowardice does not pay in life, people. Alright, so we're going to be talking about more do-nothing Democrat shenanigans right now, um, the Democrats, um, across the board are, are, are losing, because people are seeing that their vote for the pro-labor, pro-working class, pro-minority, I mean, pro-pro-minority party only yields them symbolism, and does not put, um, money in their pockets, um, in fact, um, the, the 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 longer the months and the weeks go by, the more expensive things get, and at a rapid, rapid pace, and at a rapid clip, then then wages are keeping up with it. The game is becoming increasingly rigged for anyone not in the one percent, and the worst part about it is that. You have a class of people, um, particularly the over sixty-five crowd, who still thinks it's the 1980s, who have their heads in the sand and um, have no sense of urgency with the with regards to the problems that the United States is facing. And heck, um, they will even and when you bring up the issues. Um, when you bring up the, the, the fact that there are, are very big and plaguing issues and that people under 45 do not feel that the adults are looking out for them or are looking out for the, for the stewardship of the country, you will be told that you're being lazy. You will be told that you're being entitled. You will be told that things are more complicated than they seem. You will be told that we still live in the greatest country in the world. You'll be lied to to your face by these over 60, by some of these. And again, I if you're part of my audience and, you know, you've been, you've been a writer for marijuana your whole life and you're in your, you're in your late 60s and 70s, then again, you're not who I'm addressing. I'm addressing all these do nothing politicians that, 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 that proclaim to be on my side as a person of color but that only give me crumbs every election, and tell me that I need to continue voting for them to prevent the big scary conservative. I've been voting for Democrats my whole life. I've been voting for them since um, two thousand seven. Even though I'm a reg- I'm, I'm 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 registered as an unaffiliated voter since seven. but I've, I've I've never voted for a conservative. But I can see why people do. I mean, I don't like their policies, but I could see why people res- respect strength over weakness. So we're going to talk about um, another, another sort of race. So in New Jersey, um, one of the reefer madness voices and one of these other sort of turncoats that I talked about, one of these other sort of boomer ostriches that, again, still think it's the 1980s. Still think that things are not that expensive and that the Millennials, the Gen Xers, and the Zoomers are lazy and they just need to put in more elbow grease. You know, this is a fair world with good jobs, good money, good opportunity. And if you're not succeeding, it's because you're not putting in the elbow grease, don't you know, you lazy entitled Millennial, you lazy entitled Zoomer. Um, we need to, we need to smoke all these people out of political part, power, all of them, all of them that don't get it. All of them that are content with giving the people scraps and giving the people scraps across the board, but in, but definitely on cannabis policy. Um, Sweeney was the Senate President of the New Jersey Legislature. He kept he kept positioning himself as a, I'm on your side. I'm on your side. I know you want this cannabis legal. I know the vast majority of Garden Staters want this to be legal and available. I know. I get it. I know this is a social justice issue. I'm your friend. I'm your confidant. I'm going to be your Relentless fighter in getting weed legal, but it was all show. Again, I've had to keep track of all these efforts in in, in, in all the states in 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 this country. I, I keep track of all that's going on with regards to hemp and, and cannabis throughout the United States. and again, i've been following I've been following uh New Jersey's um happenings since, since Murphy got elected. So again, I I remember, I remember when the election was in 2017. I I remember, I remember it all. You know, people were excited Murphy got elected because Murphy promised to legalize cannabis. Um, yeah, I mean, he made that promise that he was going to do it. And I mean, did it get done? Yes, but it got done in the crappiest way. You have a uh, adult use system that is not going to allow people. It's not going to allow grown adults over twenty one, grown tax paying adults over twenty one, to grow their own. And it's going to be jerry rigged to big marijuana. It's just going to be cure leaves, true leaves, whatever, flinging four hundred dollar ounces. And, they're not, and the people are not going to have recourse in being able to grow their own. These, these price-gouging MSO dispensaries are going to flink $400 ounces and, and, and uh, pretend it's raining. And pretend that they're doing you a favor. But again, people like like Steven Sweeney are the worst type of politicians. Because they, they try to appear personable. They try to appear that they're on your side. Or, I really want to do what you guys all want, but these other conservative Democrats or these other Republicans are blocking me. That was his whole persona. But all the while, he was a person that hated the plant and hated the people that used the plant. And was adamantly against home grow and held up um, a lot of reforms with home grow. He's, he's a huge reason why there's not home grow in, in New Jersey. And again it's just these boomer politicians. Oh, I I got to have all the fun that I wanted when I was in when I was in college. When I was in college I inhaled weed frequently. That was the point. I had all that fun. I I I I drank and drove 24/7 and I got to smoke cigarettes at 18. I got to do whatever the heck I wanted. It was a free and open world where America was still on top, you know. And they still think that that we're in that America now. That's the most pathetic part, and that they've done a good job in their in their three decades of power. Yet, you know, we have a record opioid crisis. We have all these jobs that have been outsourced. Um, China is going to pass the U.S. in like five or six years, and you have morons like this that that tell you, y- yes, yes, mil- yes, millennials, yes. J- Gen X, yes, Zoomers, yes, we know, yes, we know that you, you know that we're taping the bottles to the table, but we still want you to put in the elbow grease and hit the ball in, in these, in these rigged bottle tables. We still want you to do it, or we're going to call you lazy, we're not going to retire, we're not going to pay you what you need to be able to afford a house and, and, and try to, try to piece together something in this so so-called, quote-unquote, American dream, which is actually, um, which is actually BS, because you, like, 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 uh, the great George Carlin said, you'd have to be asleep to believe it in this day and age. But let's read this article. This is from newjersey.com And again, I don't care that a Republican beat him. When, when Democrats say, oh, we're gonna get something done for you, and then they capitulate to the most conservative Democrats and and they capitulate to the most conservative Democrats and then use those conservative Democrats as to why they couldn't get the policy done for you. This happened when I voted for Obama in the primary and then when he became the president. The do the do nothing Democrats flopped and got a few things done and then they were apoplectic when when they when they lost the Senate and the and the House in, in, in 2010. They, they were shocked shocked. How a truck driver spent hundred and fifty three dollars on his New Jersey election campaign to dethrone a political kingpin. This is from Nj.com so Matthew. Stan Meyer wrote this NJ Advanced Media for NJ.com Excuse me The man who is poised to topple one of New Jersey's most feared political kingpins has never held political office or public office. He has been a commercial truck driver for 25 years and he claims to have spent a whopping $153 during the primary portion of his campaign. Good for him, man. This Again, these complacent politicians that, that, are, in, that are in safe districts and safe seats, again, they can just say the right things and they can just coast and do what, what, what their paymasters want. And be like, oh, I did want to do what you want. But the conservative Democrats got in my way. But trust me, I do believe in progressive policies. I am looking out for you. I am looking out for your gas prices. I am looking out for your potholes. But the potholes are in fix. But the conservative Democrats wouldn't do it. You, I swear to God I wanted to do it. That, that, that's been his get down with this whole cannabis thing the entire time. Again, i kept track of this for like the last four years. His name is Edward Durr, and he may be on the verge of one of the most unthinkable upsets in New Jersey political history. With 98% of the vote counted, Durr, the Republican Senate candidate in the South Jersey-based 3rd Legislative District, leads New Jersey Senate President Stephen Sweeney by roughly 2,000 votes, 32,134 to 30,125. Sweeney, a Democrat, is the longest-tenured Senate president in New Jersey history, having held the post since 2010. He was expected to serve a seven term in the position before launching a possible bid for governor. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, your, your chances of, of being governor because of your terrible handling of your politics, and especially cannabis, your chances of being the governor have been smoked for good. So you might want to practice the golf swing and, and get acquainted with the golf course because you're done politically. Your do-nothing Democrat BS is is, is over. It's over. You're no longer a fit for the people. That was before he was taken on by a no-name challenger in Durr, 58, who has miraculously knocked Sweeney off his heels in a race that was never considered more than an afterthought. Again it's this complacency it's this i could stick my head in the in the sand the the i still know that that society is like the 1980s we're still the most prosperous country communist china is not a threat we have to defeat the russians um, we have to believe in american capitalism Um, we, we, we can't give people healthcare because it's going to make people lazy and it's going to create a moral hazard. There's plenty of jobs. Put in the elbow grease, put in the elbow grease. Anybody that wants a house could get one if they just put in the elbow grease. Um, there's nothing to worry about. All of you are soft. All of you are weak. All of you need to keep playing the, the game, even though I told you that the bottles are taped or you're whiny and entitled. Let's let's continue. I joked with people and I said, "I'm going to shock the world. I'm going to beat this man." Durr said Wednesday afternoon. I was saying it, but I was really kind of joking because what chance did a person like me really stand against this man? He's literally the most the excuse me, he's literally the second most powerful person in the state of New Jersey. Durr, a lifelong New Jersey resident with three kids and six grandchildren, announced his intentions to challenge Sweeney earlier this year to little fanfare. In fact, a link to his campaign website brings up error codes. (laughs) I love this. Excuse me. Most people outside New Jersey had never even heard of him. But on the campaign trail, Durr said Republican... Jack Cantrelli, who's engaged in his tight race for the governorship with the incumbent um, do-nothing Democratic governor, Governor Phil Murphy, told reporters Durr was the right man to challenge Sweeney because he's fearless, end quote. I don't know if I'm fearless or stupid, because who in their right mind would take on a person with that kind of power and clout, Durr said, chuckling, but his power, his clout did not scare me. Durr compared his quest in challenging Sweden to restoring a a rusted, broken-down 1964 Mustang that's been sitting on bald tires in his front yard. Like the car, New Jersey had good bones and a strong foundation. What it requires now is someone to show it a little TLC, Durr said. Don't go chase. All right, I'll shut up. Okay. He built his bare bones campaign at the grassroots level, walking door to door throughout his district, wearing jeans and tennis shoes and introducing himself to voters. In ads, Durr's hope is, excuse, excuse me. In in ads, Durr is hopping down from his commercial grade truck. Again, this is, this is a person that knows how to, to, to to load um, to load cargo in, in the cab of a truck. Um, this is not someone like Bush that's that's a trust fund kid. Let's keep let's keep going. He built his bare bones campaign at the grassroots level, walking door to door throughout his district, wearing jeans and tennis shoes, and introducing himself to voters. In ads, Durr is hopping down from the commercial grade truck or revving the edging on his motorcycle, appearing like the quintessential suburban dad. And in stark contrast to Sweeney, excuse me, often best suited and photographed over lecterns in the state capitol. The Senate president has spent 20 years in Trenton, Durr said in a campaign video. Higher taxes, increased debt, and the rising cost of living. We deserve better, New Jersey. It's time for a change. Tuesday night, Durr watched the election results roll in from his living room in Swedesboro, surrounded by his children and grandchildren. They ordered pizza and scrolled their phones for information. The early results looked solid for Durr but the upset was almost too improbable to comprehend. We kept saying, what if, what if, Durr said. It got a little more real each hour. By midnight, his grandson was asleep on the living room floor, and Durr was imploring his kids to head home. Then the results from Salem County finally poured, showing Durr had taken a solid lead. Quote, I was shocked by the numbers they sent me, he said. Dur is not celebrating yet and has no immediate plans to declare victory, but the current numbers are strongly in his favor, sending shockwaves across the state. Senate Democrats were scheduled to gather Thursday to pick new caucus leadership, but Sweedy proposed the me- pr- pr- postponed the meeting. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, he's, propose, he's postponing the meeting because he's losing his do nothing, his do nothing, stubborn boomer ass is getting his ass handed to him, and he deserves to. It's time for the Gen Xers. It's time for the millennials to start running things now because they've the, the 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 generation of people that that run society. Um, they've had the last couple, every single president except for, for, for Biden has been a boomer since 1992. And again, and according to research I've done, the, the baby boomer generation became the majority of the U.S. House of Representatives in 1998. So that's, that's, that's 30 years of presidents and about close to 25 years of, of running Congress. So, I, I, I don't got the time and I don't got the patience for, for th- these lack of results we've, we, we've been seeing. It's time for a change. It's time for the younger people to run things now. They've had enough of a chance and they've run the society to the ground. Due to the closeness of several state senate elections, the leadership caucus scheduled for tomorrow will be delayed, Sweeney said. The caucus will be rescheduled once the result of every Senate election is determined. One of Sweeney's chief allies in South Jersey, State Assemblyman John Bersicelli, Democrat of Paulsboro, also to the surprise of many political insiders, trailed, the legislative, trailed in his legislative race. Bersicelli has the Assembly Appropriations chair since 2012. Durr said Sweeney could have done well for people, but he chose to worry about other things. He did not fight for the people, and that had to end, Durr said. I'm a person who believes in the right to the people. I'm a firm constitutionalist believer, and I believe in people's rights. When I saw how people were being mistreated or ignored, that angered me to say, I'm going to make my voice heard, end quote. A Sweeney loss would significantly change the landscape of state politics. Again, like, uh, again, a lot of, like, the Northeast, I, I, I think I think that a lot of the Northeast still runs of mob mafia rules. Like, they still, they st- there's still this sort of, there's still this, like, machine, parochial machine politics that pervades the Northeast. Um, it's kind of hard to explain to people, like, on the West Coast. But I, I really got to drill that down, though. A Sweeney loss would significantly change the landscape of state politics, giving rise to the new to a new Senate president and likely shifting the dynamic between the legislature and the governor's race. As Senate president, Sweeney decides what bills are voted on in the legislature's upper chamber, and of which the governor's nominees receive a confirmation hearings. He has clashed with Murphy during the past four years on everything from taxes to tax credits. While, both, de- while bo- both are Democrats, Sweeney is seen as a more moderate and Murphy as more progressive. Progressively against homegrown, of course. Durr, meanwhile, said he intends to bring a new flavor to the Senate post. He rides a Harley. He walks daily with his three dogs. He loves the Philadelphia Eagles. And although he appears on the cusp of a historic election, he doesn't consider himself a politician. That's good. You shouldn't shouldn't like nor trust them. I'm just a simple man, Durr said. Literally like the song. End of article. This is what happens when you are put into office... To get a certain political policy done. You are put in by the taxpayers. To put in a policy that over 60% of the voters want. And then you get seen flailing around. You get seen hemming and hawing. And then you get seen having to pull the vote. From the floor because... After years and years, y'all were too cowardly to twist the necessary arms to ensure there, were, there was enough votes to send a legalization bill with homegirl to the governor's desk. They, they caved to morons like Ron... They caved to reefer madness um, um, boomers like, like Ron Rice that was against cannabis legalization in all forms. They let him set the tone of New Jersey's flawed legalization. And now these politicians that dropped the ball are rightly being smoked by... And all these politicians that had dropped the ball are rightly being smoked for good by the voters. Karma is a flipping bitch. But, not from me. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You'll, you can follow me on Instagram at IamCanvaSativa. You can follow me on Twitter at pod. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.